If you're going to take the risk of running advertising online, shouldn't you get the benefits of learning from someone who's in the platforms every second of the day? Welcome to BidPixel.com's Marketing Ear Biscuits, the original podcast dedicated to digital advertising run by two Aussie guys who ride around in kangaroo pouches and drink Fosters and 4X beer. Oh. Hey, Jared. How are you? Good. Um, Jared from Evolves with us. He was with us last episode. If you haven't watched that, it's just there. Can I do that? Is this too soon to be saying that? No. So there's an episode just here somewhere. Uh, Jared and I talked about the secrets of going cross-border with your Facebook advertising and your brand building when you get big enough. So Evolve Skateboards is doing a massive push into the US market, into Japan, into the UAE, into Europe. Um, so what was an Aussie brand uh, built over 10 years is now taking on the world. And there's more information in that episode. But today, mate, I'm going to quiz your brain a little bit more about how iOS 14's structured or changed how you're operating your ad accounts, uh, your pages, your domains, domain verification, all that sort of stuff. And then we're going to talk a little bit about, like you've come from agency side. So Evolve is, I believe, your first, one of your first big roles client side. Yep. Let's talk about how I see it as an agency and how you see it as a client. Mm -hmm. And I think you've got a lot of respect for what we do mm -hmm. uh, and you can report differently. You can mm -hmm. see things differently. You, yep. It's like I envy you a little bit, but mm -hmm. I also love what I'm doing. So quick refresh. Mm -hmm. How many pages are you running uh, for the Evolve brand? What regions are you pushing into? At the moment, uh, pages is about 10 evolve pages okay what let's uh, simplify that how many regions are you running ad spend into and different campaign structures into eight 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 cool all right how many business managers two do you want to define where those two are for me uh where one is uh one um account is australia new zealand uk and japan mm -hmm. so four countries one ad account Four countries, one ad account, one pixel. Correct. Cool. And your other ad account? USA. Individual pixel? Correct. Cool. So USA standalone. Uh, your URL structure mm. is, how does that sit? Uh, each Evolve uh, country has its own unique URL. So is that like evolveskateboards.com.au, evolveskateboards.com.uk. Yep. Um, so completely separate domain names and yes. not just subdomains. Correct, yeah. So there are, like I'm asking him this information because it's going to follow into domain verification and mm -hmm. iOS 14 and ATT tracking with Apple. Um, there's a big thing about how you set up your structure and how you set up your pages and how you set up your domains based on how you're going to advertise um, and which ad accounts you use, which pixels you use, all that sort of stuff. So this is foundation mm -hmm. questions. Sorry if I'm going deep. One ad account for the world. Yep. One ad account for the US. Correct. One pixel for the world, one yep. pixel for the US. Yep. Multiple domains under one ad account for the world, right? So Correct. the process for you to do your domain verification, mm -hmm. what happened there? It's actually fairly simple for, for us. Um, you know, we, we were able to go in and um, put the, uh, um, I don't think it was the JavaScript code, or the meta code into the, the head tag of each domain. Yep, each so 
done through Shopify's liquid code or done through DNS? Ads Manager. So you got the code from Ads Manager Correct. and then you put that into a meta. So you've used the meta code into your website. Correct. Cool. Let me ask you a question. Yes. How many developers do you have working on the websites? Uh, currently, we well, we have one in-house. Yep. And then I think we've got two outsourced. So one of the interesting things that we've found already, mm -hmm. inserting the verification, domain verification code mm -hmm. as a meta tag or mm -hmm. as a HTML tag into the header of the website, mm -hmm. we've already had one or two customers update their themes or update their Shopify okay. store yep. and drop yep. off that code. Okay. So yep. I'm not saying he's going to do it, but it's a there's got to be a process in place now for updating yep. themes and developers 100%. touching themes. Like, Absolutely. Yeah, no, um, we're, we're, I guess working alongside the developer, um, I have the ability to make sure that doesn't happen. Yeah. That's, it's key. You're absolutely right. And we, we're actually in the process now of now updating website as well across the world. And it's an it's a absolute mission, but that for me, from a media buying perspective, it's, it's absolutely important. Yep. Awesome. Um, so domain verification, go through, mm -hmm. meta tag into mm -hmm. the header, um, get the little refresh, get the green light. It's actually quite Good satisfying. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. And no problems? No problems. We, we've been so lucky. It's been awesome. So no problems with that process. Correct. Uh, how's attribution tracking going for you? How's the change? Now, technically in Australia, Apple's ATT mm. is only just starting to happen now, right? So mm. devices are only just starting mm. to get that notification of tracking. Yeah. Um, very, very few so far. Yeah. Facebook, though, has changed a lot of things in preparation, right? Attribution yep. windows have changed. How – I've talked about the agency side of this already. How, mm. as a client side, reporting to your mm. direct reporters, how are you measuring your performance now that Facebook's changed the game? Yeah, it's, it's a good question. Attribution for us in Ads Manager has been a little bit of a, a kerfuffle, a bit of a nightmare. Um the the metrics that we once saw the 28 day is sort of obviously no longer um changing that as i even even changing that to seven day for us the the actual metrics that we now see are almost not there yep. so we've had to resort to external third-party um reporting yep so we'll get to that in a second so jared's saying like everyone in the e-com game would look at the ROAS, like you know, mm. your, your custom columns, mm. you're making your ROAS column and you're watching that ROAS or you're watching the conversion amount. Like it's just not there and mm -hmm. it's, you're not alone. You've got mm -hmm. two ad accounts that you're looking at. We've got over a hundred ad accounts daily that we're in around looking at and the the platform is still evolving, right? Facebook's scrambled to do this. Mm -hmm. um, you're not seeing everything like, uh, you're either using third-party platforms, like you said, mm -hmm. you're using the server-side tracking with Shopify and Facebook talking a little bit closer to mm -hmm. uh, get your information through the API, mm -hmm. or you're just not getting the information, which is really hard on the agency side of things. But I guess on your side of things, you were saying off-air that you're you used to rely on a, a CPA, right? Mm -hmm. And if you had a target CPA, that was your benchmark, right? Yeah. If I yeah. can sell a skateboard for yep. this or less... Yep. High fives all day long. Yep. Um, what's how have you evolved that now? It, it still rings true, but we've had to sort of again look outside of Ads Manager, um, look at third party tools. Um, for us, for us, it's we, we're fortunate enough to know that for you running multiple hundreds of ad accounts, it would be a little bit different because I've sort of condensed everything. For us, the metrics sort of I guess stayed the same. Um, in essence, right? 
um, for us looking at the the CPA and looking at the ROAS, but we've had to sort of condense that. Like what what is the, I mean, because the, the skateboard is, it's not cheap, right? So we've had to look at sort of the buying behavior as well, but nothing's from a, from an actual metrics perspective, nothing's really changed for us. Well, I guess from a consumer perspective, they're not speeding up or slowing down their decision to purchase. Correct, yeah. You're just don't have as much clarity as you exactly, used to on that. Hundred percent, exactly right. Uh, so the previous episode with Jared just now was talking about that buyer journey and that user experience and how to delight and educate someone so they want to buy your product. And the that was his secret about doing ads well, right? The the customer journey um, that hasn't changed. For you, you just can't maybe see the transparency of after a seven-day window That's anymore. Exactly right. yeah. um, but people are still buying. People are yep. still consuming. You're yep. still going to have to educate yep. and put out that same message. Correct. Cool. What tools are you using to maybe try and bridge that gap a little bit? As in the third-party? Let's talk about the third-party stuff. Yeah. Uh, w- Wicked Reports has come come in handy. Um, it's, it's quite pricey. Um, yep. <laughs> for you guys, yeah. Um, and we're, we're testing out a tool called uh, Magics with a, a CX. Magics? There's an CX? X on the yeah, end yeah, yeah, somewhere. Yeah. Um, actually, you know, looked at some reviews, thought it was a little bit gimmicky, to be honest. Um, but so far, so good. You know, so far in terms of creating diff- uh, audiences um, from a from a reporting perspective, it's, it's awesome because it's like how Ads Manager was. Yep. Um, you, you, know, you can still report. So I think... Like Wicked Reports gives you lifetime attribution, yes, right? Which yes. is very, very important if you're yes. going to follow someone through their journey. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's a little bit heavy for for us, to be honest. Whereas Magics, I, I can sort of lean on um, the simplicity of of the dashboard um, and and use use that as a. So being able to still see that attribution, but not. I guess it's not the same in business manager. It's not the same reporting in ads yep. account. Yep. Um, You've come from the agency side. Mm-hmm. We've got clients who are, honestly, they've got their head in the sand a little bit mm-hmm. about this right now. Mm-hmm. We've been priming them for two months now mm-hmm. and educating them and letting them know that things will change. Yeah. You, you're, they, we run reports for them and show them, you know, 60% of your customers are on Apple phones. Mm-hmm. Uh, 86% of your customers are using Apple devices. What's going to happen when that retargeting yep. window just shrinks, yep. right? How are you preparing your brand? How are you changing your creative? Yep. How are you delighting your customer yep. so that um, you know selling apparel or something low value might be still quite easy and achievable? Yep. You're selling thousand dollar, fifteen hundred dollar, two thousand dollar skateboards. Yeah, it's they it's, don't buy them in a week. They take their time and research. It's a right? considered purchase. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, a lot of research is done um, beforehand for sure. So. Our, our top of funnel is a top of funnel game has to be really strong. Yep. Like phenomenally. So a heavy chunk of the budget we are allocating to top of funnel for sure. All right. So let's just recap this quick little one. One business manager, mm-hmm. two ad accounts, mm-hmm. two pixels, mm-hmm. multiple domains. Correct. So domain verification for every yep. domain that's there, but running everything off. Most of the worldwide stuff is run off one pixel. Yep. And then... Campaign structure under those, are you separating out your campaign structure for your targeting? So yes. say does Japan have its own campaigns, yes. Australia has its own campaigns. Correct. Yep. 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 Uh, sometimes testing out, um, so, you know, say for a particular sale like now, which is run across the world, same figure, I can test uh, one campaign, multiple ad sets, which the ad sets represent basically a country. 
that's worked really well. Um, ABO, um, purely because controlling the budget at the at the ad set level um, for that specific campaign would be a lot easier because you know obviously maybe New Zealand has got a lot smaller budget than yep. say you know Australia. Yeah, like if you ran a CBO campaign budget optimization, you might find that the US ad set just runs away with the budget and it mostly does. Yeah, poor, poor New Zealand just doesn't get yep. a thing right. Yeah. Um, or Japan or Correct. Australia. Yeah. Okay, um, let's rewind then 18 months and let's talk about CBO quickly. Mm-hmm. What what went through your head when we were told campaign budget optimization? Did you, were you an early adopter and did you see results or did you, were you a laggard and you like high five Facebook when they reversed it all? Nah, I, look, I, I was, I was, I guess I was an advocate for, for CBO at, at the point before we started to consolidate everything. So it worked really, really well. Um, because we weren't sort of, you know, at the time, I suppose, we weren't beholden to be able to allocate various budgets. So sort of the budget was spread across. And if at all, you know, 80% went to Australia, that was okay because we're still sort of, you know, at the bottom line, it's filling the the, 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 the kitty, so to speak. Yep. For, look, at the moment now, currently running mostly uh, ABO mm-hmm. um, and... In terms of like performance, there's really been little to none, to be honest, for us. Do you want to rephrase what you just said then? Perform- loss of performance or the difference? So you just said in terms of performance, there's been little to none. In terms of performance difference, right? Yeah, sure. So like in from where, when I was running CBO, when I was running ABO, the difference in return on ad spend yep. has been very little, like the almost... You know, if if I, if I handed it over to somebody else, they wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Yeah, sure. But something like this top of funnel campaign for your sale at the moment, which I think is what free shipping in a gift or something, is one hundred and fifty dollars off a board, uh, and free shipping in Australia, while there stocks last. Winky face. Um, hang on, do that again. That's our thumbnail. Um, so, something like that. If you want to go top of funnel, and if mm. you could go worldwide top of funnel campaign that's going to give you a bigger audience set how would you do that or are you still separating it out and changing creative across different regions sometimes it's a little bit of a a management um consolidate so when i'm running like multiple campaigns it's a little bit hard to manage sometimes um especially for multiple countries so for a sale it's very uh, fairly simple if i can run less campaigns and run them under the sort of the ad set. I've got the the budget control there. Mm-hmm. But from a management's perspective, it's a lot easier for me. Um, when there's no sale and we're testing out different things, then yeah, I'll sort of spread it out a little bit. Obviously, with things like catalog uh, campaigns, running those out as separate as separate campaigns. Yep. Yep. Different catalogs set up for different regions yes. as well. Yes. Uh, excluding certain products, like yes. you'd have a heap of spare parts on yes. the website. You'd Absolutely. be excluding yep. out. Yep. yep. Awesome. Yep. Um, my next question was audience building. Mm. Are you relying on your own data? Are you buying data off Experian? Are yeah. you? How do you build your audience sets, and how do you work out how to use your data? We were, I guess, prior to iOS iOS fourteen. We were so fortunate to be able to have a massive database, um, and we've been collecting emails for years, uh, and they are very highly engaged. So we, we have a good uh, EDM funnel that we send out to you know it's not just a sale um, e- email; it's you know valuable content that people want to actually yep. read. Um, Click through rates are awesome, so 
we collect uh, emails through, we do a lot of um, giveaways. So people love giveaways, whether it's a, a voucher or a particular part or you know some cool wheels. We're collecting uh, email addresses that way and also do collaborations with other, mm-hmm. other brands. Um, you know, there's exposure there as well. So we're always, always collecting you know, first first party data. First party data. Facebook audience building, mm-hmm. doing all the usuals, website mm-hmm. traffic, yes. um, abandoned cards, all yep. that sort of stuff. Yep. Uh, video view campaigns, yes. top of funnel. Yes. Yep. Yeah, they're great because I would say 98% of our creatives are, are videos. Yep. You know, is Do you use that as part of your strategy? Are you using like a top of funnel video to mm-hmm. build an audience yes. to educate and motivate them down the absolutely. line? Absolutely. Yep. yep. Absolutely. Yep. Um, Probably not so much now because all sort of roads are leading to the sale. However, that's, I mean, especially when we've got a, a nice long video, um, those, you know, those video views are a key, absolutely key. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, we haven't really touched on YouTube, Google stuff. Are mm. you running, is there a, is yes. there, when we're talking video, is there a YouTube strategy? Are you doing lots of pre-roll, mid-roll? Yes, um, all of the above. Um, clickable or sticking to skippable uh, not skippable like yeah um at the moment they i'm probably not so much in the google at the moment but um again more of a educational uh brand building from a conversion perspective youtube ads have not been great but from a brand building perspective they're awesome yeah Yeah. cheap clicks cheap views yep um what we're actually testing now in australia is actually tiktok ads yep and we're spending very little money, but getting massive, um, massive traffic through. So once again, is that a brand building? Yes, is that like absolutely. there is another generation rising up that's going to start purchasing absolutely. your boards? Yeah, that's absolutely. where they are. Yeah, and su- surprisingly, you know, when, when I first took on uh, testing our TikTok, I thought it was going to be you know your thirteen-year-olds, fourteen-year-olds, but and female as well. However, um, from the data that the early early data that I'm seeing is the actual majority of male viewing our ads on on TikTok and are sort of 14 to 25 and that's yes that's that's young uh, I guess our key demographic is your 25 to 30 35 however TikTok is actually just driving a lot of that traffic through it's they're, they're the next generation of buyers as well yep. though right like a yeah. I do wonder how skewed that data is. Like we mm. are in and looking at the platform. I'm on there. Mm. There's definitely a trend for what TikTok pushes as content, which mm-hmm. would be a female-driven yeah. form of content. Yeah. I wonder if the male-driven side of your mm. audience building is because they're consuming content that there's pleasing to them and they're looking at stuff that's maybe not on the other platforms. Yeah. I, I wonder, like you know what I'm talking about yeah, without yeah, me absolutely. saying it, yeah, right? Yeah, like, absolutely. Um, and it's very localized market too. Mm. Like in Australia, we see TikTok videos of Australians largely. Yes. Like I've never seen any other platform really hone in on showing content from that region. Mm-hmm. Like we're just used to seeing American content yep. on every platform. Absolutely, we we found that. I mean, uh, allegedly, according to TikTok, because we we've been allocated a um, a manager, um, and allegedly they the algorithm favors some really like you know, the music and the, the creative, and then they'll obviously spend where, where, where appropriate. But we're testing some really funky creatives, like creatives that we probably wouldn't put out on, say, Facebook or Instagram, stuff that's like vibrant and the music's loud. And they, allegedly, according to the data and in TikTok, ads manager if you want to call it that is is performing really really well so it's that thumb stopping content it's you've got milliseconds to get them to stop swiping and less than nine seconds 
Yep. Yeah. Give you time would be always less than nine seconds. Or I mean, to... I mean, like our our actual the creative length that we. I thought that uh, that sounds quite long. It's to long. Be honest. It's long. It's it's definitely long. Um, we've put in longer. Um, I think you can do up to fifteen seconds in TikTok. But that sweet spot for us, just the creative that we're producing, is no more than nine seconds. So. I like something. The brands in there within one oh, or two it's, seconds. It's, it's straight away. And, yeah. yeah. The 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 feature of the product, you know, the the sale price, it's flashing over. There's there's lots happening. Um, it's it's thumb stopping content. Well produced stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's not. It's top of funnel. It's hundred percent brand yeah, building. Absolutely awesome. Jared, mate, thank you very much. Is there my pleasure? Last chance to say anything. Um, no, I really appreciate the time. We, uh, one little sort of hack or tip that we've actually, uh, no, it's a secret. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We've actually been sending text only EDMs. No, uh, no flashiness, no, no gifts, flashiness, no, no gifts, maybe a couple of emojis, and they are performing amazing. What's your EDM platform of choice? Uh, Clavio of or Clavio, whatever Clavio, you want. Clavio, Clavio. Yeah. Uh, you're mad not to be using it, to Absolutely, be honest. Absolutely, yeah. Um, so text only yeah. and yeah. more personal as well. Um, it's, it's very personal. We'll sign it off from somebody on the team. Um, and yeah, it's it's very, uh, it's it's yeah, re- really good results. I can honestly sentiment to that from the agency side of things. We, we get to test a lot and we've mm. got customers who want like, mile long mm-hmm. gift filled mm-hmm. emails and we're finding like they're really they look beautiful mm-hmm. but they're not getting open mm-hmm. they're not getting read they're not getting clicked because half the devices looking at them aren't loading them yep um yep and gmail is like flagging a lot of that stuff as well yeah like gifts aren't playing automatically stuff yeah. isn't happening yeah. the the simpler is best a lot of our campaigns that work well in clavio are literally like signed off by the co-founder or signed off by the brand owner or the yep. brand director and like there's they're super simple and they're from the heart and mm-hmm. they're actually talking about something that's valuable and yep. yeah 100 percent agree with you on that yep. um the other trend that we're seeing with Clavio emails is like almost like blog form content. Yes. Yep. It works for some markets, it mm-hmm. doesn't work for others. Um, and once again, it's probably that has to be that education and motivation. Absolutely. If you try and sell and write it in a thousand words, they're not going to read it. Absolutely agree. Good insight, mate. Thank awesome. you. High fives. All right. So I got a bit excited and forgot to do an outro to that one. Um, that was Jared. Jared's from Evolve Skateboards. He's the sole ad buyer for Facebook. Uh, off camera, we were just talking about he does Clavio. He's fully invested into now researching TikTok for the brand. Jared is from an agency side originally though. So that's how I first met Jared. Uh, we've both come from agency side. We've both come from the pressures and the stresses of trying to prove your worth to a final customer, to the end user. And he's now sitting client side with Evolve and he's been there for a few years. and. He's got a wealth of knowledge. He's just pretty much broken some myths for us that it's not as hard as it needs to be. Now, I'm not underselling what an agency does because we do a heck of a lot behind the scenes for brands. He does a lot for Evolve Skateboards. but And when he plays it down and says that it's so simple and that he's only got a few campaigns running, like the, we didn't go into the breadth and depth of his audience building. We didn't talk about how he's segmenting and targeting. We didn't mention exclusions on campaigns and ad sets to make sure we're not doubling up on audience overlap, those sorts of things. Like there is a bucket load of work that goes behind what that man does. So much so that he's talking about what he doesn't get time to do. He's, he's got an amazing job and an amazing challenge taking Evolve internationally. Um, it was really good just to listen to some insights of a brand side ad buyer um, 
and yeah, Jared, when you watch this, I appreciate your time, mate. Uh, if you have any interest in electronic skateboards, obviously you're going to go buy one from Evolve. Their details are down below. Um, thanks for tuning into this stupidly long podcast. Uh, like, comment, subscribe, do all that stuff. Let me know if you'd like more Jared's on and let's keep on providing you with some information and giving you some insights. Peace out, guys.